0: This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com Grumpy Old Auditor, Article 1, entitled Forget Google, Ask Me Published in Clinical Audit Today, Volume 2, Issue 2, in June 2009 Details of the Author John Grant Casey is a registered nurse and a Bachelor of Science, but still hasn't got a proper job. Instead he does clinical audit at a national level, which he has been doing since 1992, when he left the wards in search of a more meaningful existence. He's still looking. He's audited in NHS Trusts, the Health Protection Agency, the Royal College of Pathologists, and now by his own admission blights NHS blood and transplant. He claims there is no other person in the country who has done as many national audits as he has, since he is now working on his 15th. Get a life! John wrote, Ask any auditor today to throw away their computer, roll up their sleeves and do it the old-fashioned way. And they'll offer you a cup of decaffeinated red bush tea in a mug bearing the slogan We value everything you do, are, ever will be. In fact we can't live without you, and glance at their colleagues exchanging pitying looks. See, I've been doing this a long time, and back in the old days we had to audit without a computer. Without yay! Incredible, in it. See, in those days, the whole point of clinical audit departments were to help nurses and doctors to look at the quality of the work they did and try to help them improve. Excuse me a minute. Sorry. colleagues looking over my shoulder had just read what I typed and I couldn't think for the loud guffaws of laughter and comments like In your dreams, grandad, and you wish although one sweet little NHS management trainee with big brown eyes opened those eyes even wider in amazement. They're gone now, but it's true. That's what we were there for. You created standards in the same way, drew a questionnaire on a piece of paper, unless you could persuade a medical secretary to type it for you. Anyone remember IBM golf balls? Photocopied it. We weren't all in the dark ages. And then sent them round. When they came back, you counted the ticks and added them up using the five bar gate system. We worked out percentages using a calculator or via a percentage table, stopped laughing, and then we wrote our report. When I talk to staff in hospitals about clinical audit, they consistently tell me they would love to do it, but they don't get any support from the clinical audit department. They have to do it themselves. They don't know how. One doctor told me he had braved the torrent of derision from his colleagues and forged ahead with an audit design only to be finally beaten when the medical records department told him that he, personally, like with his own money, would have to pay a fee per set of case notes from the department to pull them from filing. Who the hell thinks that doctors are going to do clinical audits if they have to pay for the privilege of getting medical records, half of which are incomplete and illegible. And you thought I was crazy. You know what I would do? Put the toys down, stop worrying about what others are doing, and develop effective local audits with me as the expert. One-stop shop stuff. Try it. Audit non-sufficit The family motto of James Bond, the famous 007 secret agent, is orbis non-sufficit, or the world is not enough. Bond starts his day with a drink, sips his way through lunch, meets his buddies for cocktails, may polish off some champagne with the girl and smokes like a chimney through it all. How he ever manages to play cards, drive, sail, swim, fight, shoot and all the other manly things he does, smash out of his gourd and coughing as he must have been, is unfathomable, but he does, and although today he would be fined heavily and slapped in rehab quick as you please, his excesses seem to be taken as a given by his co-characters, who after all are all doing pretty much the same thing. For the world of clinical audit, enough is too much already. HQIP, the Healthcare Quality Improvement Partnership, is aiming to produce a library of audits that can be shared so we can conquer the world of poor clinical practice with a veritable arsenal of audits that will put down any clinical counter insurgents. Trouble is we've tried that before. Remember NCCA? The National Collaborating Centre for Clinical Audit tried it and failed. I tried it when working for a medical royal college and failed. No one has succeeded and in fact no one will. Here's why. You design a bloody good audit in your trust which asks the right questions and pulls out the areas of practice which don't comply with evidence-based guidelines. You report back and point out the legal, care-related and economical risks of this non-compliance and suggest low-cost, low-tech solutions. And it works. Things get better. Hooray! Three cheers for clinical audit. Band sevens all round please. But just because you did it doesn't mean anyone else can. See when you design an audit it is with the evidence base that your staff think they believe in. The audit is run because someone believes that in your hospital it would be a good thing to do. You design questions that your staff think are relevant and you collect data from a sample size that your staff agree means they can no longer go on ignoring bad practice. Now make that available nationally and what happens? It's like buying a piece of self-assembly furniture where the instructions are badly photocopied onto a piece of recycled toilet roll with instructions written by people whose first language is gobbledygook and who can't be bothered to consult a dictionary or an English-speaking person. You get bits that don't fit, spare screws. Why, when it says I should have 10 speckled grommet size 10C, are there in fact 28? To build a thing at all and make it work, you have to cut bits off, assemble things differently and modify where the handles go. So it is with clinical audits. Because other hospitals doctors don't believe in the guidelines you used, don't embrace that consensus statement and because they don't record some of the detail that you did and don't have patients that fit into that category and they do things you don't do, they end up reaching for the super glue and creating an audit which looked good in the box but which ends up being relegated to the back of a cupboard with that handy vegetable peeler someone picked up at the Ideal Home Exhibition and those oversized coffee filters which no one is going to cut down so they fit machine. Yes, let's collect examples of good audits. Yes, let's not reinvent the wheel. By all means learn from others, but let's not lose our local audit expertise. After all, if someone comes up with a really useful set of audits which any hospital could use, for which there are downloadable audit and analysis tools, what are you going to do all day? This broadcast was recorded on the 27th of July 2010 and is copyright of the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the CASC team.